Hi, everyone. Welcome to This Week in CLG, powered by Spectrum. I am your host today, Director of Team Operations for CounterLogic Gaming, none other than Summer Scott. Um, and I'm joined with two amazing ladies here at CLG. Um, honestly, we're really pumped to speak with you today. Uh, we hosted an awesome event to highlight the women that we have at CLG, um, hosted some great panels with our teams. And these are some of the brilliant women behind the scenes that are making these things happen. So thank you guys so much for being with us. Uh, Chris and Diana, uh, welcome. Um, I would love to hear from both of you, maybe share with everyone a little bit with what you do here. So Deanna, let's start with you. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Deanna. I am currently a graphic design intern at CLG. So basically, I work on game day match day graphics, the weekly schedules, jersey mock-ups, merch designs, content creation, video thumbnails. But also, I work on site during media day to make sure that our players can properly feel comfortable when they're taking photos. And yeah, just wherever I feel that I can help with creative input. I try my best to be involved. Amazing. Thank you. And Chris, tell us about yourself. Yeah. Hi, my name is Chris. I am the social media manager for CLG. Uh, I'm a bit of a jack of all trades, so I kind of just try and hop in and help wherever I can. Uh, one of the things I had the pleasure of doing was helping take lead on our CLG red carpet mixer, uh, which was a lot of fun. It was amazing to see our players as well as a lot of amazing women across the industry come out to our facility and just have a wonderful night of, you know, dancing, music, amazing food. Shout out Chef Phil. <laughs> and... Hey, we love Phil. We are so blessed. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. <laughs> But yeah, no, I've been uh, I've been in esports for a minute now, so it's just great to be at an organization like CLG that's just so empowering and awesome. Yeah, we're absolutely blessed to have you too. Um, so yeah, these these are the ladies that you have to talk to today. So please don't hesitate. Uh, make sure you ask questions in chat, um, and uh, we will double check hashtag TWCLG if there's any more questions on Twitter as well. Um, so before we launch into any kind of conversation with these gals, I just want to give you a little bit of a rundown of what's been going on last week in CLG. Um, now, please forgive the proud mama vibes that I'm about to throw down because my kids have been doing an amazing job for CLG. Um, Apex first off qualified for pro league million dollar land. Like let's freaking go. They're going to be flying out to Stockholm representing us. Um, and we are just thrilled. And not to mention, my heart was pounding the whole time because it was a nail biter, 10th place. We just slipped in and qualified. I mean, this is a huge journey for them. Uh, last split, we were almost relegated from the overall league and we made a roster swap, fought back, and now look at us. We're in playoffs, ready to represent. So just like super shout out to that whole team, uh, Coach Jake. You're my boy. You're doing it. You're making it happen. So love you guys. Keep up the great work. Um, additionally, we have our, C our CSGO team pushing through uh, ESCA main playoffs. 
they have been driving me crazy too because they've been taking it to best of threes in pretty much every single playoff match that they've had. Uh, so we're currently in the lower bracket and we just need two more games, I believe, in order to promote back into ESEA Advanced. So please, fingers crossed, watch our gals. Uh, they'll be competing tonight uh, in another playoff match. So please watch us. Um, moreover for that team, if the job wasn't hard enough to be in playoffs, they've also been competing in the ESL Impact uh, GG for All League. Um, we are currently 2-0 in that league, just trying to represent and try to inspire some more women to play some CS. They're doing their job and mission. Last week, they even played back-to-back -back from their best of three in the playoffs right into another best of three into the Impact League. So... Honestly, these girls are doing work for us. So proud of them. <laughs> Again, the proud mom vibes. They're doing work. Um, finally, we have SVAT taking second place in the most stacked TMT uh, of the year. Uh, honestly, I, I love this. He's currently in the underdog position as he loves to be, and he's just tackling the competition like crazy, taking on opponents and beating opponents that he historically has really struggled with. So really proud of him and his coach, Bobby, of really pushing through. Oh, and I forgot to highlight Coach Flashy on the CS team. You're doing it, guy. You're making us proud as well. Like all around, just a round of applause for everybody just really making the dream happen for us. So last week was a real powerhouse, looking forward to see what to what's to come next week. Um, but we have some other high fives to throw around here. Um, definitely with Chris and Deanna um, around the red carpet last week. I would love to talk a little bit about the event with you guys and how you experienced it and how you're experiencing CLG. And I just want people to kind of get to know uh, the culture that we have at CLG first. Um, you two um, have kind of come into CLG a little bit more recently. We've been working so hard to build the culture to support women for a long time, and I feel like you're a really good test to see how we're doing. So, you know, from you guys, what was your experience coming into CLG and hopefully fitting in so far? Yeah, I, I guess I'll start. Um, for me, I... You know, I joined, oh, I want to say in January or so. Um, and honestly, you know, I have I have nothing but good things to say about everybody here. It's been, you know, from like moving thousands and thousands of miles from Philadelphia to, to L.A., uh, that's obviously a big, you know, <laughs> a big move. So, um, you know, I've always, I've always felt like along the way where I have my shortcomings and that like, you know, it, kind of like just jumped right into it that people were always able to like kind of like step up and make sure they lent a hand and i've always felt empowered to do um things that i felt were right for the org and things that i felt would help push us forward and i think um for me the biggest testament to that is the clg red carpet mixer because before i came here it was like a cool like yeah let's do this this would be cool and then i was like all right, let's do it. <laughs> and Enough talk. It. Let's get some action. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. A 
agreed. I think uh, Chris, like you coming on, has been such a breath of fresh air, uh, and I, I feel I feel the ambition and drive from you, right? Like we we constantly want to be recruiting women who have you know a mission and a job to do in the space, and you're absolutely no exception to that rule. Really exciting to see you come in and say yes i'm gonna i'm gonna drive us forward and, and push for things that we need in the space yeah i'd say um honestly i love the ambition i love how you just said hey we're just gonna do this and we made it happen and honestly um yeah i'd say like coming here as someone who started in october 2021 um I'm still like a college student and I've been like a fan of CLG ever since like 2014, 2015, um, coming from like the league scene and just going to this org, you know, I just feel so welcomed by everyone here. You know, I actually feel like really excited to attend meetings <laughs> and that's usually like not normal. Like, you know, I feel like I don't really look forward to meetings, but I really love like talking to the people here. Everyone's so friendly and I actually feel that seeing the office for the first time in person and seeing how we managed to utilize that space for the red carpet, that was just amazing to me to see that we were able to do all that within like a span of two days. And yeah, um, everyone was really like putting in the work, doing their part and making sure that we made it happen. And I'm honestly looking forward to more in the future. Awesome. Thank you guys for sharing. I'm glad that you've had such a positive experience coming into CLG so far. And I'm definitely personally dedicated to making sure that it continues that way. Um, so let's talk about the red carpet. For, for those of you that you were unaware of what you were even talking about, we we threw together, I don't know, kind of a big deal event for to celebrate the, the women that we have within the organization. Um, and a little bit about where this came from, uh, several months ago, I was having an, a nice nightly Netflix binge and I was watching Styling Hollywood and I thought to myself, man, look, look at the beautiful celebration of women on the red carpets for the Oscars and the award ceremonies and things like that. Imagine if we could have that for our women. I feel like they're superstars. I feel like they're so special. They are true competitors, but more so they're such amazing role models for other women in the space. I would love to highlight them and make them feel like they are that powerhouse person and get their image out there so that more people can you know, follow behind them. So I just kind of had this dream. I came into work that day, the next day and I was like, hey, I want a CLG red, red carpet. <laughs> I want this event <laughs> to celebrate everyone and empower women. Um, and we kind of sat on the idea for a little while until Chris G came in and really made it her own and made it, made my, my dream a reality. So thank you. So, so much appreciate you. Um, I honestly, your reaction when you came into the space was like, enough serotonin for the year for me of you just going like just like oh my god like i was just like okay i did it right yes. <laughs> we did it right it was disneyland expressions <laughs> it, and it wasn't it was it was the whole like it, everyone at clg stepped up i know like i you know took project lead and i like helped like put a lot of it together but it, it was really a team effort and it, it you know it can't it, that definitely can't go without saying is that everybody at clg stepped up in every way that they could to help put this together and sometimes it just takes the driving force to kind of like say like let's move forward like you know just 
say like I think it's just asking the question why not and just keep saying why not and just pushing forward will be I think it'll it, it gets it gets things moving forward for sure um I mean you speak of everyone at CLG coming together pitching pitching in to make this happen like why do you think that is like, why is it so important to everyone man and woman at CLG to make events like this happen I think it's just that it, we're here to have fun. We're here to work, but we're here to have fun. It's gaming. Gaming is fun. Gaming is supposed to be something that makes people feel good about themselves. And I think um, one of the things, one of the traps that a lot of organizations fall into when it comes to esports is that there, there's this, this idea that like, all right, we need to squeeze every single penny that we can out of this. But sometimes you need to just sit back and say like, you know what, everybody's been working hard. Why don't we like show the people who work hard every single day that, hey, we, you know, let's let's make them feel like they're walking the red carpet or like make them feel like they're they're a superstar. Because like once you stop doing that, then this becomes a whole different thing. And it's not like it, it it's not what we all kind of dreamed of. Like we all, I mean, most of us I think always dreamed of working in esports. Uh and you know, there while it does have its shortcomings. Um, it's up to us now that we're here to make sure that this space is that dream because nobody's, you know, uh, one of my favorite saying is, sayings is don't let anyone ever dull your sparkle. You know, like you got to always find ways to keep that, that shine going, even if it mm -hmm. requires extra elbow grease. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that because I feel like ever since I came here and I'm also coming from someone who have, I came from different spaces such as tech. And I think that working here, it definitely feels like it's not just work, but it's also that we are working with so many passionate individuals that just want to make sure that yes, things are going along, things are coming together, but we're also having a good time while we're doing it. Because if I was like, oh, stressed out at work and I never got to catch a break, then I don't think I would enjoy it as much. You know, but being here at CLG has definitely taught me that, yes, you can work, but you can also make it feel like it's not work, mm -hmm. you know, and that's where the passion comes in. Yeah, for sure. I, I would say, like, I'm used to the grind. I'm used to being the kind of person that just, like, keeps my head down and just, like, always working. So to be able to come into the facility, lift my head up for a second and see all that we could do. Um, that was such a powerful, powerful moment for me. Um, that was what Chris was seeing when <laughs> I was just coming in with like such an amazing uh, expression on my face. It was just pure awe of what we can do when, you know, we do work hard and we decide that we're going to work hard, not only to get the job done, but to appreciate each other. Um, that's really what this was coming down to. Um, so, you know, thinking about what we were even celebrating in the first place. You know, why don't we talk about a little bit of the history of CLG Red? Like, what what did you two know of CLG Red before you came here? Yeah, so I previously talked to Steph when I first got here, one of, in my, one of my first introduction 101 sessions. And she had told me that originally uh, CLG Red was prior, prior to that it was her team and she was looking for someone to sell her team to, but she wanted to make sure that it was with the right hands. And after pitching to a ton of different teams, she ended up deciding with CLG just because she thought that 
this org would see her team as people, not just poster woman for like the space, but actually as players that can make progress in the space to make sure that we can give opportunities to women, making sure that we progress like what's needed in this space to make sure that women can compete. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and Chris, did you have any knowledge of uh, CLG Red prior to coming here? What Have you learned anything about its history since coming? Yeah, for me, I, you know, I've been, before this, I was working at Nerd Street, so I was heavily involved in helping run VCT as well as, you know, I, I took part in Fragadelphia's, uh, you know, like covering Fragadelphia a lot. So, you know, I got to, you know, see this the CLG Red girls. I didn't really get to know them that well because, you know, it's working the events. But um, after coming here and talking to Steph again and like listening to the players talk um, and it's just the the core focus of the of CLG Red is the fact that they they don't want to be known as like the best women competitors in the world. They just want to be known as the best competitors in the world. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. they're, they don't want any asterisks. They don't want any, like, they just want to be the best they can be. And I think for me, that's huge because I think that is where we, like, that is where the success of a lot of the initiatives that we're seeing, like, you know, impact and, and game changers, like that's where, that's where we're driving towards. Uh, we mm -hmm. want people to feel like, we don't want to separate these groups. We want them to integrate and compete. And these are, you know, CLG Red is a testament to like, we, we want to give them all the tools they can be to be the best they can be so that that asterisk isn't there anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, speaking to them and working to build this program as well, you know, it's about eliminating the barrier, yes. Um, but most importantly, it's just eliminating the distractions, right? The, the goal has really never changed. The bar hasn't moved. Um, it just so happens that they've, they've put themselves in a separate training environment that allows them to eliminate some of the annoying distractions that otherwise would have gotten in their way. Um, and I think it's been like my personal pleasure to, to be someone that was there helping with that process, right? From when I was performance coaching them, like it wasn't beyond me that, you know, there, there weren't other female performance coaches around <laughs> at that time, right? <laughs> like, I was one of the only ones that were, like, in the space, if not the only one for a while. Um, but to then be able to then support a women's team was huge. Um, and beyond that, stepping into my current role, being able to say to other women in the space, like, come here, come here where you're safe. We're going to help you become a champion and, and value you for the true competitor that you are. Um, these are really important things to be able to say and say them not just because like we're, we're just creating a blanket program, but to say, hey, you can come train here in a program that's for women designed by a woman, right? And that's not something that everyone can say, but we, we can say here. Um, so, yeah, um, love that. we love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going back to the red carpet mi mixer, Chris, for you specifically, what were the big kinds of themes or philosophies that you were kind of bringing into the planning process of the event? Yeah, I think for me, like, and we had discussed this early on, uh, in the planning phase is answering the question of, do we want this event to be another event where we're answering a bunch of questions about what it means to be a woman in this space 
or do we just actually want to celebrate women in the space and like just you know i feel like a lot of the times in esports um there there are times where like when we when there's panels and there's you know there's events it it it, it just kind of like it almost gets a little depressing where it's like <laughs> kind of like constantly talking about the issues which is very important and it's still very necessary but it we also don't see a whole lot of times where we're just like you know what like everyone like it's what i was talking about earlier we're like you know everyone is so beaten down and like we have like you know it's people who are putting on most like three to four times the amount of work than they should be just to be a competitor in the space why don't we just you know have a night where everybody feels empowered and just like mm -hmm. you know is welcome into a space so i think that was a core tenant of what we were building um obviously with more runtime we could have even made it more extravagant but that's just me like looking back and like looking at all the things that we definitely could have done you know like more like bigger and bigger but that's that's all the feedback for our next big event but the goal was to just make people feel special and i think we definitely achieved yeah. that goal you made such a great point where normally when we do these things even when you want to highlight a woman you're asking her what it means to be a woman and that very question can be extremely alienating because it's like i don't know about women i know about me so i feel like it's it's our job to make sure that each woman as an individual stands out in a way where they can feel truly heard and truly seen. It's important that we ask questions about their personal experience and how they triumph um, and not just are held back. Uh, so thank you so much for kind of having that in mind and the, the beautiful work that you build for us. Um, so Deanna, you know, what do you contribute uniquely to the CLG Red brand um, and bringing its image to life as a designer? Yeah, so I believe CLG Red is built to highlight competitive women in esports, not only just players, but also every working woman in esports, including all of us here. And as a designer, I feel that as a woman in this space, I'm able to understand the perspective of a woman who also works in esports and also as a fan but also coming from someone of my age group as a part of like the fan, like the scene, I understand like what it's like to see like how marketing is portrayed, the exact message that we're sending. And yeah, um, through this, I think as a designer, not only that, but being here at CLG, I've also been working as like assistant photographers sometimes, wardrobe styling, things like that, I'm able to show my capabilities and impact on different projects and how things are perceived. And mm -hmm. working on site on these media days, which is taking pictures of our players, I'm able to make sure making I'm able to make sure that our players feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm always doing my best to make sure that they're friendly, we're properly communicating what's going on to them. And just so that when they're taking photos, it's really important to make sure that they can get into their own zone, you know, to make sure that they're posing well for these hero shots, to make sure that they're feeling themselves so that we can take some kick-ass photos, you know, and that's really important to make sure that they feel their best and that they're comfortable so that we can make them feel that they are, you know, feeling good and that we can get some great photos of them. And yeah, um, this is especially shown when I style players as well, like for wardrobe styling, I think about like each individual player and what will look good on them. You know, I make sure to check out all their socials to see like 
what their particular style is. And I put a lot of thought into that when I am thinking about how exactly we should be posing them with for their photos and their clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I've noted for a really long time and have been advocating for for a long time. I think it's so important that people do feel comfortable in their own skin, um, especially when they're going to be broadcast to the world. Um, you want the message that is being sent to the world to be a positive one. And, you know, for, for women in particular, our, our looks are really heavily scrutinized. You know, you show up to a tournament, you just want to play a video game, but you have to do it done up, right? Your hair has to be on point. You got to have your nails done because God forbid they would take, you know, a picture of your mouth hand and you'd have a chip nail and like everyone would be like, oh, right? Like all this yeah. stuff like that, you know, the guys don't necessarily need to pay attention to like, hey, it, it matters for us. So the fact that you're so detail-oriented and, and just caring for everyone, the guys included, um, it really doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you for sure. Yeah, I really love that, especially the makeup artists on site on Media Day really wanted to make sure that the players felt like they could be glamorous, you know, um, as like public figures in the space. And you're definitely right about how women are scrutinized in the space. Whenever I look at like Twitch chat, and there's like a woman who is on the screen. Everyone always wants to talk about their looks, you know, but never about, you know, who they are, like their skills, things like that. It's always about like how a woman looks. But I think we should move forward with, we should move past that, you know, it's not just about our looks, right? And you don't really see that with guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just a note from a performance coach, like, it's a unique interaction of like, when we look at the question of why there's not more women in particular games, you have to look at how we're criticized and how it can actually detract from your, your ability to learn, not just being a distraction and like blowing up your mental, like that's, that's a given. But you know, when a man is being scrutinized for gameplay and he's playing badly and someone's flaming him, that's actually useful information. Like, yes, it could be given in a better way. Um, but it is something that you can take away and say, okay, next time I'm gonna like make that play. I can't do anything about you commenting on my looks. They're not like, okay, I can put some lipstick on before I play next time. Like that's not gonna make me a better competitor, right? If you're just gonna tell me to go back to the kitchen, my cooking ability is not gonna make me a better competitor. So even when you're flaming me, you're actually just flaming dudes better, better like in ways that will actually make them better, right? These are the subtle ways that women are actually held back. So if we can just do the things that we need to do to get the looks off the table so that you can actually criticize my gameplay, well, now I actually just did something that helped the competitor. Should it be that way? Absolutely not. But these are the small details that we don't overlook here so that we can make sure that women shine in the space and can compete at the highest level. No rock unturned. Yeah, that's so true. And what sucks is that the pressure falls with if you are a woman in the space and you're constantly scrutinized, if you perform badly, it's easier for people to blame it on your gender rather than your skills, right? Mm -hmm. And so much pressure is put on you as a woman in the space to perform well. It's just a factor of knowing that instead of the, the criticism that you're going to receive isn't going to be the same as what like the guys receive. You know, mm -hmm. and that is just too much pressure on a competitive player in a space. So I have a lot of respect for women who compete on teams within esports. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Um, and you know, not just in any team, right? Like not just a competitor, all women in the space. And that's part of the CLG red brand. That's why we're here celebrating with the red carpet and elevating and saying, Hey, we see you, we see the kinds of things that you put up with and you're just making it happen anyway. So these are why these events are so important just to recognize each other. Um, so for you guys, do you have any really big highlights from the event that you would like to talk about? I mean, there's personal ones for me, and then there's just, like, the things that I saw that were really cool for me, like, personally, like, there, this was the first time that I've uh, seen, like, a lot of my friends in the industry in person, because um, I've, at moving out to LA, obviously, there's a lot of, you know, people I've talked to online, so, like, one of the biggest ones being my friend Sabrina, who works at Riot now, and, like, we, you know, we've been working on projects together for a long time. Well, for a year, COVID feels like a long time, but, um, you know, finally getting to meet her and then some other colleagues, like from other organizations was like really amazing to me and seeing that happen also across the board. Uh, and also for some of the people that don't normally get invited out to esports events, I remember there was a, you know, there was someone who we, we reached out and she specifically came to board and was like, Hey, like, I don't ever get invited. Like you know, esports gatherings like this. So like when I got the invite, like I was over the moon. I was so excited to be here. And like to me that that really like made me feel really good because like that was one of the things that I purposely wanted to go out of my way to make sure that like it wasn't just like a you, what these things typically turn out to be, which is like everyone just sends their BD teams and it's like a it's a let's cut a deal sort of thing. It's, it was it was a healthy mix of people looking to network as well as people just looking to feel welcome and celebrated. Yeah, uh, to follow up on that, like one of my highlights during the Mixer was very similar to seeing all of my colleagues who I had invited to the event and seeing them all in one place. And also just knowing that um, a lot of them also don't get invited out to these big events because a lot of esports events are fueled by clout or your following or how who knows you who who are you like who you know but i feel that in this particular event it was about the woman it was made by women for the woman and i really liked seeing the different women that i've seen in the space interact network with each other but also feel like they truly belong there you know it felt like this was an event for them and they felt it too and just to see like all the women dressed up, ready to celebrate, have a good time, but also just talk about like their experience in the space. It really mm -hmm. felt like it all came together and embodied what red carpet was supposed to be about. Hell yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we love it. Uh, for me, I had a really great uh, conversation with the president of Landfest. She actually helped put together um, our broadcast, and she was just talking to me about the thought that she put into the, uh, the panel. Uh, she was talking about how she arranged the chairs, and initially they were all arranged in a very straight line, and she was like, no, absolutely not. We need to make it an arc, because that's not how women talk to each other. They're going to look at each other. They want to speak their mind to each other. So I, I loved hearing that after the fact, because when I was actually hosting the panels, I felt the impact of that one decision. I felt so comforted by the conversation I was having with my players. And they were just looking 
straight into my eyes, telling me what they believe and how they feel and how they're champions. It was so powerful for me just to sit there and have that conversation with them and even better to be able to share it. Um, so you know, it's just amazing how everyone that came together for this event, both internally and externally, really understood what it was about and understood how to execute. So really, really powerful stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, the big theme that came up in those panels was just carrying on the legacy and passing the torch constantly for more and more women to succeed in our space. So how do you two feel like this event um, was important to that aim? That's a really funny question because, um, so I actually started getting involved in esports when I was in high school, when I was a sophomore. And uh, two of my mentors actually came to the event. I've known them since I was in high school. And it really felt like when I was young, I would look up to these two. You know, I would just look at like their backgrounds, see what they did and see how I could just follow their footsteps to really get into esports. And I feel like I did a good job because I'm here at CLG and I'm having a great time. But to see both my mentors together at the event and to feel that, first of all, like them telling me that I really made it, like I'm so ahead of like what I have been doing before, uh, them being like surprised that I'm still in school, things like that just really makes me feel like validated that I am so thankful that I had those mentors. And secondly, that I was able to be surrounded by so many great women who helped me progress in this space because without those women, I really felt like I would have been lost. I don't think I would have known like what to do, but I really felt that with the hours that they invested into me, giving me advice, looking over my portfolio, um, telling me like about what they have done during their journeys, that really helped pass the torch to me. And as someone who's um, growing in this industry, I'd love to be able to be a mentor to pass the torch as well to those who are younger than me. And yeah, I still try to keep in touch with um, my esports club from high school, like to just to make sure that they know what they want to do if they want to get into esports, um, helping them connect with like the right people, knowing how to prepare for a career, not only just esports, but just like anywhere, because I just want to make sure that the people that I care about are receiving the same support that I did growing up. Yeah, feel that. <laughs> and Chris, how about you? Yeah, I mean, for me, it, it's just, it was really important just to see just the scope of like everybody that was there. Like, it, you know, we, we talk about how many of us like are, working really hard just to be seen just to be heard and the fact that like when you look in a room full like that just full of women who are just working hard and like probably a lot harder than they should be like you know that to me is like what really matters because like sometimes it it, it can it can suck when you look around a room and you don't see people that you identify with and people that you you can really relate to on a on a personal basis so i think for me like being able to fill our facility with all these really incredible, amazing women. And like knowing that like in a year from now, if we did this, we could probably do it twice as big. And like the goal being like just increasing the amount of women that are in the space to the point of like, where we're like, where, how are we going to have, like what venue is going to be able to house all these awesome people. So I think, 
for me, it, you know, that is the biggest thing. It's almost like a pulse check on the industry to see like who, like who's here, who, like, you know, like, is it, is it hard to, to throw an event like this? Like, was it, you know, and like, honestly, like the fact that I was able, like we were able to just keep on adding and adding and adding to the list was really great. Cause I know that like maybe five years ago, it would have been more like a, all right, guys, come on, let's really think here. Who are we going to, who are we going to reach out to? Who are we going to get here? And I'm sure even with this event, there was still people that like, I think I was kicking myself because like I was going through like my contacts and be like, Oh God, I should have sent them an invite. I should have reached out. And I know that like, that's only, no, it's always, that's always going to happen. But like, I think that it's honestly better to think that versus like, well, holy crap, this is it. This is all of us, you know. <laughs> oh, That's true. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, an amazing event for sure. Were there any women in esports that you would love to call out and say, hey, girl, come to the next one? You got it. Honestly, I feel like I invited everyone that I wanted to see, but there are definitely women that I probably don't know about yet or really like powerful and impacting women in esports that I'd love to see at the event. But yeah, um, honestly, I'd love to see some more streamers that can talk about their experience at the event because I feel like being a woman within streaming, that would be super valuable to talk about because it definitely relates to um, how... They can definitely talk about the struggles that they experience as a woman within streaming and how they can um, best express how they navigate that space. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, that would be really valuable. Mm -hmm. And Chris, anyone you want to name drop to come to the next one that you missed mm -hmm. on your contact list? Well, for me, it was less that I missed them and more that uh, unfortunately due to to the to work and just the ability to to come out to the event they weren't able to. But I got to, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying our name, but I got to give a shout out to the Big Dumpy crew. That's my two friends, Yankson <laughs> and Heather. Uh, Yankson is the, is the marketing manager over at Cloud9. She is, I like, I know like right now, like we, we, we are kind of in sync with just like all the projects that we're working on as like, we're both like competing in the same spaces. So like we're, you know, we, we kind of lean on each other for emotional support uh as we you know also face off against each other <laughs> in games and then also heather who works over at twitter gaming um she you know I, I, if is one of the most clever and intelligent people that i have ever met and also is one of the biggest she's a big fan of weather she's actually a meteorologist that also runs tw twitter gaming's uh socials so like any anything that ever pops up in esports or gaming about weather she's like right there so i want to <laughs> Next time we're going to have, we need to have like a weather segment at our red carpet event so we can get her out here. Absolutely. Bring her in. Bring <laughs> am I allowed to drop? <laughs> yeah. I think, am I, I think uh, there's definitely a ton of women that couldn't make it to the event that I actually wanted to see. Um, someone would be um, Maya Ozasa over at Evil Geniuses. She's someone that navigated the space with me since we were in high school. Um, and honestly, like, she was enjoying her trip, so I definitely am glad that she was able to celebrate like her trip <laughs> rather than coming to this event. But I would love to see her as she is someone who definitely makes a huge impact in this industry, but also within collegiate. Um, and also just um, some like the FlyQuest people as well, such as Trisha and Fing. 
I would have loved to see them and talk to them more about um, how they navigated the space as women. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say that this event was a smashing success. Thank you to both for your amazing work on it. Um, I'm excited. It has inspired me to get out there, start trying to network, meet more women in general. Um, I've really just kind of pushed through and tried to get as far as I could, mostly by myself. Um, so I would love just to better know the women who are fighting with me to show the world what we can do. Uh, so if you're a woman out there who feels like you you might want to know a summer Scott, I want to know you too. Let me know. Get in contact with me. Um, so thank you guys. Great highlight of the of, of event. Um, please watch out on our socials. We've been posting pictures and things like that. Our players have been posting pictures of their glam. So show them some love um, in the Twitter universe. Um, but coming up next week, we're already on to bigger, better things, right? Keep on going up. Um, we today just announced signing Han to our Valorant team. She is our fifth member coming into VCT. We've got qualifiers going off tomorrow uh, and then next week, the main event. So please uh, keep a look out for that. The VCT Game Changers tournament starts uh, tomorrow going through Sunday. It's a Swiss format, uh, Thursday through Saturday, and then a formal double elimination bracket on Sunday. Um, for CS, we're going to be continuing on in our main playoffs run tonight at 6.30 PST. Do not miss it. Uh, also, we have our ESL Impact uh, tournament that continues on Thursday with our third match. And then finally, Apex Super League Grand Finals on Thursday. Um, so, hey, tune in. Show some love. Show some support. Um, just before we close out, I want to test your trivia skills, you two. Um, so really quickly, um, Red was founded in the summer of 2015. Can you name one active Red player from the original roster that is still with CLG? I think I can name two, I think. Oh, bonus. Bonus. Well, CLG, you mean like still The competing? original roster signed to CLG still with C like who are who's still with us to this day? Emmy, Goosebreeder, and Diane. You were close. You were close. Emmy was not part of the original CLG Red roster. Signed her okay. a little bit later. Um, oh no. But still with us, we do have Diane and Steph. So there we go. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. So new one. Um, who is the youngest active player on CLG Red? I'm going to let you take this one, Chris. Valorant or CSGO? Anyone. Bungie at 19? It is Kelsey. Kelsey is our youngest CLG Red member. <laughs> All right. You guys got this one. This is This is it. <laughs> This okay. Is the okay. 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 <laughs> you're, you're behind. You gotta catch up. <laughs> Excluding Miss Harvey, how many Canadians are on CLG Red? Uh, let's work together on this. I know Rise is Canadian for sure. I want to say I, I'm not gonna touch my not gonna touch my mouth. I, I think it's only Rise. <laughs> Well, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Are we Is that talking your final about answer? 
I think. Wait, wait. Oh, oh. It's former, all of what CLG about Red. Former all Canadians. All of CLG Red currently on rosters. Do do former Canadians count? Former do not. Active. Active Canadians. CLG Red Canadians. When As I in, like, could they Valorant, if they move to U.S. Like, could they be still be Canadian if they move to the U.S.? They can still be Canadian. Yeah. The US. <laughs> okay, so then I would say I want to go with, like my gut is telling me two or three, but I don't know which. I want to say I don't know where our newest player is from. That's my issue. Oh, I know where she's from. She's from Texas. <laughs> okay, so two. I want to say two active Canadians. Okay, I'm going to say one. Final answers. Chris, what is it? Two active Canadians. What's their names? Oh, Goose and Rise. Goose final is from answer? Canada. Yes. I'm not gonna tell you right. Oh yeah, that's my final right. answer. <laughs> okay, fine. Yes, Goose and Rise, two okay. Canadians on active <laughs> rosters. If you wanted a bonus, we do have Nemo, who's currently residing in Canada. However, I don't know that she, I don't think she was actually born there, so I don't know how that works. Uh, so Goose and Rise definitely are Canadian red players. So. Thank you for your maple leaves. Appreciate you. So that's it. That's our show, you guys. Thank you, Chris, Deanna. Thank you so much for being with me today. Appreciate you. Appreciate all of your insights. And not to mention your amazing work. Keep keep it up. You showed me what you can do with the red carpet event. So mm, there's the bar. Keep going up. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, what's next for you guys? Any place you want to be hit up? Uh, yeah. Uh, do, is this where we plug our socials and things like could. that? You could. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm Deanna Ko on Twitter, D-E-A-N-N-A-K-O. Uh, my website's also deannako.com. Uh, yeah, just feel free to follow me, check me out. You know, if you have any questions about my experience at CLG, I'm happy to answer any through DMs. Awesome. And Chris? And yeah, my, my socials are at puns and buns, GG. You can follow me on Twitter, but if you if you want the good tweets, follow at CL Gaming. That's where uh, that's where my good stuff goes. Um, but yeah, no, I, if you follow me, it's mostly me talking about Valorant, hyping up our teams, and the occasional rant about beauty and makeup. So awesome. Well, thank you again, you two. Thanks to everyone who is watching. And of course, thanks uh, to our sponsor for helping us show off the full spectrum of our talent here at CLG. So I see what one. you did there. Bye. Bye.